Hey, what's up, bookworms and bannermen? We are back once again to talk a little House of the Dragon. Tonight's episode is about the Driftmark. Uh, uh, excellent episode, in my opinion, but we're going to get into that here as we go along. But first, introductions. The Lord Commander of the King's Guard, Sir Scott the Bald Booktuber. How are you, my friend? Uh, I am great. We're not talking house, or we're not talking about the Rings of Power episodes. So uh, we are talking about a good piece no, of television. We so will I'm not sorry. be doing that here, but she might. Queen of the Andals, Projector of the Seven Kingdoms, the Mother of Dragons, the first of her name, Madison Targaryen. How are you? Hello. Oh, I'm feeling a little under the weather, so I got some hot tea, and I'm excited to just just talk about something that makes me happy. Hopefully, that's not Maester tea. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. <laughs> Did she drink the tea, guys? There we go. All right. So before I get too far in this episode, I kind of like to do like a little bit of a like a news roundup for the show overall. And I have to bring up this article that The Independent put out. And this is the part I'm talking about where Scott's going to shake his head a little bit because he doesn't consider anything that anyone writes about the show worthwhile to read. So I'm going to kind of recap here. They basically wrote an article saying that this show is hard for them to watch because you can't root for anybody. Who cares? <laughs> Who wins the Iron Throne when everyone is evil? I just have to say, I think, Scott, that this is stuff that we brought up before the show even started. We said, I don't know, because there's no real clear, there is no Jon Snow, there is no Arya Stark kind of character for the audience to be like, that's the good guy. That's what we're rooting for. And we said, we know people are going to go into this, and they're going to feel like, I got to pick a side here. Mm -hmm. And we told them they were going to flip-flop numerous times. Mm -hmm. And personally, I think that is what is affecting people's opinions, because... They put their they put their money on one horse, and now they're realizing, huh, that horse is maybe not the one that I'm going for now. And I feel like they can't handle it. What do you think about it? Is the show too evil? I mean, not for me. <laughs> it's, it's the right amount of evil for me. I don't know. Yeah, that I guess I don't see why anyone thinks at this point that Renera is evil or unlikable. Like, I feel like she's making calculated moves, clearly. Like, she may not be like a knight in shining armor, you know, Jon Snow, naive and just good to the core. Like, she may not be like a sugary sweet protagonist, but at this point, I don't really disagree with any, I mean, again, like she was had a phase when she was a teenager where she was acting like a dick and probably not making some like smart choices as far as like laying the groundwork for her reign. But like, honestly, I don't feel like she's made any bad choices and I think she's the right person to root for at this point. Well, she's going to flat out take a side, you guys. So, uh, oh, I have from the beginning. I have from the beginning. True. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Whereas I'm just like, I like hey, I'm just here to watch the chaos, you know? So I'm like Damon. I'm just back there. Like, I'll interfere like a little bit when everybody's fighting. I'm just going to kind of sit back there eating the popcorn, just letting it happen, see what, see what happens. But uh, I don't know. It was, I mean, I'm with you, Scott. I know a lot of that stuff is just the whole purpose of it is to get people to click the article. But I was just mm -hmm. like, I mean, I guess there was some people that felt like, okay, you could root for Daenerys or something from day one on that show. I never really looked at, I mean, maybe it's because I knew these books and I knew, okay, <laughs> these people all have stuff that is very, very questionable. I've never felt like anyone in this series, Song of Ice and Fire overall, has been, you know, rainbows and puppy dogs. So, I mean, I don't know what they were really expecting. I mean, really, I was like thinking of that gift, like, hey, first time, is this your first time in Westeros? Yeah. I don't know to tell you, but I mean, I, I guess... I guess we were right to saying that we felt like the people were going to be shocked when they felt like every time they picked a side, they would go and one up themselves and be like, no, I'm a worse person than you, you know? So, uh, I mean, they fundamentally dis, they don't understand what George is about. If they think it's a good versus evil morality, it's not, 
That's not what it's about. It's right. about showing that people can have the capacity for good things and also can be shits. That's what it's about. <laughs> yes, uh, lesser evil, I think, is definitely this. Is, if there's a show about the lesser evil, I think this might be the one. But let's go ahead and get into this episode called The Drift Mark, which, by the way, I love everything new that we get to see The Drift Mark. I think it's really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Opening this with Lena's funeral. They're going to have a lot of caskets in that one little section of the set. I think they might need to go down there and, like get someone to go down there and like scuba dive and like drag them out like, a little bit more. Else, they're going to start like over time. It's just going to like start peeking out of the water, right? Yeah, I was kind of expecting to see that from that shot they took underwater. I was kind of expecting there to be some tumbled caskets of their you know forebearers down there. I thought that would have been kind of cool, but they I mm. didn't see that. What was the deal with Damon laughing during the ceremony? Did anybody understand what that was about? I didn't get to yeah. watch it twice. I'm not sure what he was he was well, laughing about. I think it was something laughed. about the, yeah. the the blood, the thin blood, or something like yeah. that, or blood of sticker. Yeah, right. They were talking everyone. about the, basically the the dialogue there was about the purity of the Valerian line right. and how like you know how thick their bloodline was, and he's just laughing because everyone knows that. Okay, you know, so it's about the, the kids. yeah, it's about the kids. That's Which I was like, what a dick! Once again, just like he's like, <laughs> yeah, he's not, he's not making a lot of friends, and you know. Unless By the way, know. have either of you guys ever laughed at a funeral on accident? No, no. I I do oh. want to know the details though. <laughs> well, I mean, we don't have that kind of time. I have a couple <laughs> stories. <laughs> After show, we're going to get into this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've embarrassed uh, myself. So I this. stand corrected. Hot Pie is definitely the most virtuous character in the entire series. No one ever, could ever slander his name. Um, so what I liked about this opening scene, basically, this was Sapochnik again, correct? Yes, it was. Okay. So I think, obviously, we're going to love, we're going to, even if we don't, we're going to pretend we love everything that he does. Of he's course. Great. Yes. And, he, you know, we've only got a couple episodes left with him uh, on the show. But I think this is the first time we've had the entire cast in the room at the same time. Cool. And I, I think they're all on this castle terrace and it's horribly uncomfortable because if you look around at each group, someone on that terrace has a beef or just cannot stand someone else on that terrace. And they're right. all forced to be together. Does this feel like every worst family reunion you've ever had in your life or what? Cause I mean, there's part where I'm like, I'm feeling uncomfortable right now. Yeah. Well, it's not even that, but even just says we should be at dad's funeral. Like he's, yeah, that was we, rough. We, <laughs> he's like and we're she, grieving too and no one cares like <laughs> it is sad yeah. it's a good point pretty rough mm, yeah so i mean i i, I just looking at the, the, the looks that that i mean i don't i don't like to use the term resting bitch face but holy crap every single time <laughs> that allison looks at rhaenyra is just like man i feel like i'm getting holes burned through yeah me. So like, she's got that she's got that down right scolding without yeah. words that's right hmm hmm her dress looked really great, though. Uh, Otto, Hand of the King again. So you think this guy was just, like, sitting around in his underwear, just, like, waiting for this phone call? Or, yeah. what? or do you feel like, at this point, Viserys is just, like, such a pushover that Allison's like, yeah, we're going to just call my dad back? Um, I don't, Well, I don't think he was just sitting around. I think he was probably rallying the banners for the ultimate, you know, <laughs> getting people loyal to their side and stuff. But I don't think he was surprised to get the call right. when it came, so... Is there a question about if there was a bunch of other caskets? I'm pretty sure I saw other caskets in the water. I didn't, but maybe I again, maybe I just blinked and missed it or something. 
I didn't know the other ones, but again, because if you're talking about like the darkness of this episode, it's going to come up. Trust me. I'm going to bring up the darkness because I got some long night flashbacks I'm going to talk about, but we'll get to that in a second. But uh, I didn't know if that was maybe something I was imagining because they do all their funerals here. I didn't know if they do all their funerals with this one ledge or not, because I would just like said over the years, I think you might end up having like a logistics problem there. Yeah, my bad. I thought I was looking for it and I didn't see it at all. So everyone else saw it. it. I'm crazy. I don't think oh, it's all the girls. I think it's just for like important people that are part of the Valarian family. I don't, I don't uh, think they probably. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's like, you know, the, the, the Baker downtown, you know, I don't no. think doing that for him, but you know, <laughs> so Jason Luke pretty much look miserable here because everyone, obviously they lost their, their dad and they can't and you know, actually like do anything about it, but everyone knows. I mean, I mean, that's what, that's what basically what a- Aegon says at the end, you know, everybody knows. And I think it here, it just shows they know it. Everybody else knows it. Everyone's just kind of like looking daggers at them. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I do feel like in the scenes though, you do see some people look like they're trying to extend a olive branch. You know, Bela does take Jace by the hand, mm-hmm. you know, because you know, is like, go over there and I'll comfort him. And he just like, just goes up to him, just like bows his head. Like, yeah, why don't you go ahead and just like spit in my face too. So oh. I just got to give credit to the kids. I think the kids on this are just killing And I hate that they're not going to be here that long. Yeah, yeah. really, really good. That's the thing that sucks about the uh, about the time jumps. But um, any other thing? Did you see anything? Anything else? Any other reconciles here? I mean, Viserys does kind of like try to offer Damon, you know, all the branch yeah. and haven't spoken a while. And there's Damon- a really awkward moment between Rainey's and Rhaenyra where they kind of look and glance at each other and don't say anything. I think that was- that's uh, yeah. I know those aren't my grandkids. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's what that is. Yeah, but yeah, that's the first no, time they've actually seen each other since she told her, "Honey, it ain't happening." Right? Yeah, yeah I think so. That's the, that's the last time we've seen them on screen together. Um, there was also yeah between Viserys and Damon. Viserys oh, yeah. was trying to be like, <laughs> "Hey." Um, you know, I lost my wife too. It really sucks. And he's like, you look like shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, he's like, it's been way harder on you than others. Yeah. And he's like, you look terrible, by the way. And he's like, okay, he tried. He really did. Oh, and then the series called Allison Emma. That was rough. Oh, man. <laughs> that's just like, it's like, look, if that happened, like when you were like newlyweds, something that sucks, but you can say, okay, they were married for a long time. It's been like over 10 years at this point, you know? Well, I'm over like, 10 years. God. Yeah. So, I mean, well, but I, he is going senile. Like, it's yeah. like not like he exactly. just is inconsiderate. Like, he's this ain't like Robert and Thirsty, you know? This ain't like that issue. I mean, this is, <laughs> it's clear this guy's not well. I mean, anyone yeah. with a brain. I think it's more obvious that he's not well than, you know, Luke and Jace are not actually Valerians, you know? So, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, it's rough. Oh, yeah. another moment in that scene. Um, Corliss is best grandpa. Like he's sitting there and like talking to Luke. Like he's just like, listen, brother, you and me, like you're going to, you're, you're going to run this place. Like screw these guys. You and me. I thought that yeah, was like, so a really good grandpa. Jace is going to be the, the next heir. Yeah, so he'll be, Luke, yeah. gonna be King consort. So he figures, okay, Hey, I think that's a really, really powerful scene between him and Rainey's where basically she's like, look, I let this shit go. 20 years ago, you're still talking about this. You're not doing it for me. You're doing it for you. But I, I do like that, that fine line of, you know, what's more important, blood or name, you know, legacy right. is, is, is like, that's what this whole series is about you guys. Mm-hmm. So I, I, yeah, wonderful scenes. That was rough when Luke said back, I don't want it because then everybody else has to be dead. Yeah. <laughs> just, just that <laughs> was, yeah, it was kind of poor kids. Tugged at my heartstrings. <laughs> See, I agree with it. I disagree with this. I, I don't think that, 
and here's kind of the difference that I'm kind of bringing up, kind of siding with what Madison said here is I feel like when you're kind of comparison, comparing Allison and Rhaenyra, I feel like Rhaenyra's a better mom. She seems like she does genuinely care about her kids. Now, to be fair, Aegon II is a little shit, but still, it seems like all she's ever doing is smacking him and kicking him and yelling at him. And Aemon is well on his way to being a serial killer here. So, I mean, it, 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 who knows what the hell's wrong with Helena? But, <laughs> but I, I feel like Rhaenyra, I think that she cares for her kids. I think it's quite obvious. I mean, she does want them to do their duty. You know, that's why she's saying, you know, go over there and comfort your cousins. But I don't. That's just good parenting thing. to be like, we're at a funeral. Don't be a little asshole. Go tell mm-hmm. them you're sorry their mom died. Like, that's what parents do at funerals. We go, go tell, you know, go give your grandma a hug. Like, that's what moms do at funerals. So I, yeah, I think she is clear that she um, loves her kids and tried to give them like a pretty decent family environment where, you know, you got your dad and you got your dad. <laughs> and like, I feel like they tried their best to do like some weird open family mm-hmm. thing and... I mean, it just doesn't work out in Westeros, like in modern day society, those open relationships. <laughs> I got the sense that Lanor loves those kids too. Like, yes. I, think, I think legitimately I he was a father to them of a kind. Yeah, so. he admits he hasn't been as, as you know, as there as much yeah. as he probably should have. But yeah, I don't have any doubt that he that he loves the kids. I mean, it'd be impossible not to. Be enough, yeah. You know, you're around the babies all the time. They grow in you like a fungus, don't they, Madison? <laughs> Yeah, unfortunately, yes. <laughs> Let's talk about the drunks. Uh, so Lenor is just like standing in the middle of the ocean. I mean, it, 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 another one of those things where I'm like, this is just like every family reunion I've ever been to. It's like, oh, don't make a scene. I'm like, well, how many family reunions have you been to? Someone always makes a scene. So it's yeah. like, the car was like, go get your patron. It's like, so if everybody didn't know before, they all know now, right? But you got right. him doing that. And of course, Aegon II just getting like shit faced. And Otto has to like go and kick him in the balls a couple of <laughs> times. love when Otto kicked him. That was great. <laughs> So the time for you to I'm go like, to bed. Okay, cool. Hey, someone's here to actually parent this kid now. You know, <laughs> that's how I feel about it. Right. So, I mean, because he clearly fucking needs it. I mean, that that's the dad shit me where I'm like, usually I'm usually sad about this stuff, but he's Aegon. Every time he's on the screen, I'm just raging. I'm like, oh my I'm like, god, someone needs to kick his ass. Yeah, yeah for sure. Well, his whole life, he's had privilege and been allowed to do whatever he wants with no mm-hmm. consequences. Well, Harwin Strong tried to kick his ass, and <laughs> yeah, that worked out. And well, worked out so well. To do <laughs> is make him get a haircut. Because again, that's just awful. It's awful. You look like a bad white snake video, my man. But uh, I don't even know what the hell Lenor was even doing here. I mean, was he just, I mean, he just, was he going to kill himself? I don't even know what the hell he's doing out I there. I think he was no going to kill himself. I think he's just looking back over his life and upset that once again he couldn't save someone that was important to him. So I think once again he wasn't where he needed to be when, he, when someone needed him. So that, that was. You guys ready to, uh, I need to know if this episode sated you guys hunger for incest because I mean, it's all over the episode. I mean, you guys, you guys feeling satisfied? Well, yeah, I, uh, I told my brother, I was like, we've already received, um, aunt and nephew on a boat. And now we have uncle and niece on a shipwrecked boat. Like there's a definite theme here going on with. <laughs> nautical incest <laughs> on my twitter feed today it said the number of uh porn hub searches or something for uncle incest <laughs> was up like seven thousand no guys no you're, <laughs> you're all it message. Too, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> oh gross. man well let's talk about some of that uh so Aegon complains about being betrothed to his sister and well amon he just wishes he could be so lucky He's a yeah. gall taker. 
Elena is. I'll, I'll bang my creepy bug sister. Sure. Uh, Why not? I mean, she is very, very strange in this show, and I'm, I'm interested to see where it goes. Like I said, no spoilers, guys, for things that haven't happened here yet. But I, I feel like they're jumping the gun a little bit on some of that <laughs> stuff. That is something I'm like, I never got that she was this kooky before certain things happened on the show. I mean, did you guys right. get her as creepy, like counting legs on a caterpillar type? I mean, I. I'd, I'd have to go back and read her stuff because I don't, I don't remember her standing out to me as a character before. But yeah, this is definitely very, very odd. Well, we're going to talk more about Amon in a little bit, but uh, yeah, yeah I think they, that kid's uh, that kid's so messed up already. Where I'm just like, how this kid didn't become like a straight up serial killer in all of Westeros is beyond me. But uh, yeah, he's he's a uh, he's he's interesting. So um, we talked about okay, we already talked about uh, Viserys calling her Emma. Uh, okay, let's talk about my long night PTSD. We all remember this whole <laughs> argument, right? And and I, guys, I don't do this much. I don't bring up season eight very much because I think it's just it's tired. I'm, I'm done with it. But I just remember this episode when the long night, that's episode three of season eight, guys, where everything was so fucking dark. You couldn't see anything. And at the time, people were like, oh, maybe your TV just wasn't good enough. I'm like, no, you couldn't fucking see anything. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I got like $5,000 TV. My TV's fine. But anyway, uh, it wasn't that bad, but everything was dark for like 15 minutes. And I won't lie. I was getting some some bad flashbacks there. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. I don't it was know like they were doing some kind of a, like maybe Driftmark is like at that point on the globe where it just like doesn't like, it's like twilight for a long period of time or you know, Aurora Borealis bullshit going on or something. It was like an eclipse. And it wasn't quite dark. It was like dust the whole time. And it was like really bothering my eyes. Like, I know I'm old and I sound like cranky right now, but like, it was just dim, like not quite dark. Not sure quite you guys, when I was doing watching this episode, I was dim. like, <laughs> I'm already old enough, but yeah, that I, I don't know. Yeah, like, it did. It kind of bothered. It kind at of one point, me off it looked bit. like when uh, on the beach you had you had Damon and you had Rhaenyra, and I was like, he looks like he's pink, and she looks yellow. I was like, what is going on right now? So yeah, yeah I love the choices. choices I, don't there, that, I don't get that episode. That 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 choice at all. Uh, I I don't know. While I was watching it, I was thinking two things. One, this isn't too bad but it's not great and two everyone's gonna say this is horrible lighting so mm -hmm. I, I think it just was they could it have didn't done. ruin the episode like no. it ruined the long night uh but it did but it was just like uh this could have been five minutes not 15 you know yeah. and, and i think that i think the whole reason is because you know when we get to the part with amen i think they wanted the sun kind of coming out during that part i mm -hmm. get it I get it, but yeah, it, I couldn't tell if it was if it was twilight or if there was an eclipse or what the hell was yeah. going on. Because you know, one part right here does tell Luke and Jace to go to bed. And I'm like, it's like daylight, and then you like, I know, right. like, oh, now it's not. So yeah, that was an odd transition. That was probably just yeah, it was a little clunky feeling. And I'll just say that I thought that sex scene was boring. Oh, like, I didn't... was it Randy enough? Or see, I, well, did I not have her thirst for like, incestated, you guys. You know, I just, I expected it to be a little more heated. Like, it just seemed like both of them were, like, only kind of into it. They're like, we should probably I will spread. say it wasn't a very good kiss between the two of them. They, 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 I don't know. I don't know. The, and the kiss was the best part. Like, you know, I'm, the sex scene itself, I was just like, this is like a Tuesday night romp 18 uh. years <laughs> in. Like, what's this? This isn't like we're finally no together. 
you know this. I don't know. It, I it didn't. I didn't buy it. I thought. All it was right. Well, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna be really even. We're already talking about incest, so I can't be much more disgusting, guys. <laughs> I'm gonna say I felt like Matt Smith and what's the younger one? Emma Darcy or Millie? Which one's the young one? The young one era. The young one is. Uh, is that Millie? Uh, yeah, Emma is the young one, right? Okay, so I think that uh, those two had better chemistry than Matt Smith and this new Rhaenyra do. And it's not anything against her acting. I'm just saying, like, right. her kiss had, like, no fire behind it. Mm -hmm. Like, here or the bloody kisses one, I didn't think. Well, I, I and I do give her some – so, like, young Rhaenyra is young. And so she's, like – everything is romanticized, and she's, like – I just discovered sex and it's really exciting. <laughs> and where we are right now, she's like, listen, I've got a bunch of kids. You've got a bunch of kids. <laughs> We've always liked each other. Like I'm tired. You know, my sister-in-law just died. Should we hook up? Like, it just seemed like a little more like, you know, a different stage of life perhaps, but Perfect. it just didn't really, I didn't feel a spark. And I don't think it's a chemistry thing as much as it was just a, I don't. Maybe it is the chemistry between the actors. I'm not quite sure yet, but yeah. And I don't want to okay. say that mm -hmm. I think that she's doing a bad job as Rhaenyra. I think she's no, great. Honestly, no. I'm just saying uh, with Jose here. I think that the the other two had better chemistry together. Yep, yeah. I agree. So, uh, Gunner, I want to bring this up. Vagar was so cool. She's a big bad girl. I'm in love. Last week I called Vagar a he, and Scott read me the riot act afterwards. <laughs> I got that wrong. I, it's hard for me already to remember whose dragon is whose. If I get, you know, a he or a she mixed up or, you know, the 15th of their name or something like that's going to happen from time to time. Most dragons I wouldn't care, but Vagar special. Oh, yeah. Vagar is the best. So, yeah. yeah the enormous. Like, the, the absolute scale. I mean, they sh they've shown it, you know, they showed it last week, too. But I was just impressed, again, mm -hmm. at the scale. And when the, one of the first things I texted my brother, because I was kind of, like, texting him as I was watching it. That, so House of the Dragon has done a much, much, much better job than Game of Thrones of showing how scary it would actually be riding mm -hmm. a dragon. Mm -hmm. Or just, like, the actual physics of it. They've done it so much better. Like, they... Like when he was screaming on Vagar, I was screaming because I'm like, that isn't the scariest thing I've ever seen or could imagine doing. So I think they've done a better job life. of of calculating the physics and like showing like, oh, if he takes off and you've never done this before, you're you might fall off more than likely. Very close. Yeah. 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 The uh, the 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 bots in the comments are, are finding the uh, the sex scenes very hot because they're um, <laughs> dead fish. Sixty nine mega, come have a good time, find your love. Yeah, so, uh, <laughs> anyway, sorry, it was a bit distracting for me. So let's talk about Amon bonding with Vagar here. Awesome. Correct me if I'm wrong here. In the book, it doesn't quite play out like this. If I recall correctly, he just wants to see Vagar and like that little shit Joffrey comes up and scares him to the point where oh shit i'm about to get incinerated because you're acting like a little shit and he just climbed the dragon to like try not to get burned to death and that's kind of how it happened and then they just kind of hey check it out we're compatible is that how it happened am i remembering that wrong i don't recall the details but i would trust you on that one that sounds specific enough that uh, that sounds i just remember because i was like god is everyone named joffrey just a shit in this universe that's what, that's Correct. what, that's what yeah. made me think of it but, uh, I, i'm convinced that he knew a joffrey in real life that he hated that's that's yeah. what i think it is Gunner, you're the best, man. I appreciate you, my man. I appreciate everything you do. And I love how compassionate you are about Team Green. <laughs> <laughs> Anything you want to say about Team Green, drop it in there and I'll put it up here on the screen for us to talk about. But, yeah. 
No, that kid uh, playing Amund is incredible. Yeah, he is. I, again, yeah, I hate and, and look, I know the actor that's playing older Amon's gonna kill mm-hmm. it because I've seen the actor in another show. Same, yeah. But I, I am I'm just like that's the one thing I think that sucks about this time jump is they they nailed all these young actors. Yeah. I mean, there's not a single yeah. one of them like, oh you're you're in fucking you're pain in my ear every time you're on the screen or something. No, they all are so believable and I, mm-hmm. I i'm i know we're we're coming up on this part of the conversation but before i forget that that actual like dog pile fight that like that was so realistic to me like the way they were yelling at each other and like the mm-hmm. way they were screaming like if you've ever been involved in like a kid fight i was like yes i bought i bought that like i thought they nailed that like intensity and the screeching and like the i don't want to get too far ahead but i think that when the Viserys is like, explain yourself. Everybody's yelling at the same time. That yeah, that was great. That's a family <laughs> argument right there. That was great. Yeah. Sorry, not to get you off your notes. So. I like what Phil says here. It gave him the same feeling. What would be like to ride in a dark ocean with a huge whale surfacing while riding on a dragon? I think that. I think the fact that he goes from like scream. I mean, he is. He's screaming almost the whole oh, yeah. time, but then he's like, "Woohoo!" Finally, at the end. Yeah, yeah I, I think you're right. You always just kind of got that idea. Like, first of all. I don't want to get into the saddle argument because I still have my reasons for, I think why they didn't have saddles on the original series. There weren't exactly dragons at that time, guys, there was no need for people to be making dragon saddles at this time. They do. But anyways, for your continuity error there. Well, yeah, there was no dragon keepers. There was no dragon. Yeah. Pit. But when people yeah. rode dragons on game of Thrones, other than the nearest, did you act like, huh? I was like, bullshit. Every one of those guys have been crying in and fear and like, shitting themselves. NBT. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, that all that all turns into let's just complain about <laughs> complain yeah, about yeah. season eight some more. Uh okay, so anything else about I mean beautiful shots, right? Of Vagar. Mm. I didn't even care that it, it gave dark. me all the, the goosebumps and the chills mm. and the the feels. Cause I mean there's just nothing better than an HBO dragon on my screen. <laughs> I love that Vagar started to defend herself, the fire started to come up and Amon was given the commands and yeah. you know what like, the, commands, calm. the commands he was given. Do you know what those calm. were? I'd have to slow it down and listen to exactly what he was saying, but I think like it was Goharis, calm. Alt or calm. Yeah. Or so he was saying, um, they were saying to Hyrus because they say that every time they say to Hyrus. And then, uh, um, that serve. Does that mean to serve? I can't remember. Yeah. It means but, to be subservient, basically. And then that yeah. text is what it means. And uh-huh. then there was another one that was an L word. I can't remember what it was, but I did look it up, but it means calm. Like, okay. stay calm, you know, whatever. All right, so let's address some of these questions here. Uh, you guys feel like the time jumps are getting to be too much? I, I feel like it has the last couple of episodes. I feel like it could really confuse some people. I will say, guys, that next episode is the last time jump. Yeah. That's been confirmed. That's the last time jump is next episode. But if you watch the preview, you know it is going to be a bit. I think we're going to be jumping a good six, seven, eight years yep. into the next it episode. Looks, yeah. Uh, I, I think it, it could easily be, especially with all the new characters, with all the new names to learn, who's part of what faction. I think they, they're doing a smart thing by always dressing the kids in the same colors and stuff like that. It makes it a little bit easier, I think. But yeah, I, I <laughs> honestly, there was one time with my wife last time she was asking me some questions and I was like, I can't remember if it's jace or luke that's there i can't remember which one which one's the older but there one, was you know? no time jump between the last two episodes right uh no not between those okay episodes. so there's only been two time jumps the whole yeah the thing, one right? and there'll be one more next yeah week. so not- i think three time jumps is pretty especially when you have the ages of the kids to kind of gauge it like mm-hmm. i i haven't found them to be too confusing personally but again i don't have any outside perspective really so uh jace is the older one 
Jason than Luke. Yeah. Yeah. I can always remember later, but when she was asking, I was like, I'm getting names mixed up. And she's talking about like who's supposed to be at the trip mark and all this stuff. And I'm like, ah, leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> Too many names. And you know, plus I'm reading that freaking Brian Lee Durfee book right now that's got 12 million names in it too. So I'm like, all right, stop. Only so much room left up here. But uh yeah. yeah so what they did get right is after Amon gets done flying those dragons when he gets jumped by uh by all the kids here. Were Rayla and Bela at that at this fight in the book? Oh, in the book? I'm not sure. No, uh, I, 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 I kind of doubt it. I, I don't know, though. So, Amon, dude, dude is completely different after this dragon ride. He walks in there with, like, a swagger. Yeah, he did. freaking James Bond he's, here. He has, like, at this point, he feels like he's untouchable. Like, he just, and he, he is. Like, <laughs> he just claimed a dragon. And not just a dragon. The dragon. The dragon. <laughs> You got to have the balls in the world to go up to Vagar in that context. Yeah. I can't believe I've read this much fantasy and dragon stuff, Mark, and I've never even thought about Puff the Magic Dragon. So, mm -hmm. hey, <laughs> you're awesome, my man. Uh, so, he's like, he's got this square. He walks in there, basically tells, tells Raina, yeah, you snooze, you lose. I saw some arguments <laughs> about this on the Discord, people being like, oh, he should have known out of respect. When does anybody in this universe do anything out of respect? Yeah. And also, kids are freaking self-indulgent. And he's shit. a little they shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. Well, here's yeah, well, the deal. Um, oh, sorry, Matt. Go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. Well, so uh, there was this argument about, well, he stole the dragon. That's dragons aren't property. They're they're nobody's. You claim them and bond with them, and like. I, I get it from Reyna's point of view and Bela's point of view. They're like, well, they stole our dragon. That makes sense. But when someone else is like, well, they that's not stealing. That's, yeah, I uh, think Reyna just assumed it was going to be hers because she's the one that has the dragon egg that didn't hatch, right? So right. She assumed, oh, I think she's just assuming mine. that she would have liked to at least have the opportunity, opportunity which yeah. I think would have probably been... Um, I mean, again, I don't expect it in Westeros. There's if the whole story is about backstabbing and conniving and trying to climb the ladder of chaos. Okay, so like I didn't expect it, um, but I could see that being like a like a tradition, or I can see it being something that she's like, well, hold on, like I didn't even have a chance to like bond with my mother's. You know, my mother was the previous writer. Again, I don't think it was her right, but I can see her being like, whoa, like. From her perspective, I get it. Sure. But for anybody else, I would refer them to the case of finders versus keepers. That's yeah. what I say here. I mean, this is very much a world of you snooze, you lose. I think so. that's correct. Yeah. Was it? Does it? Does it make him a nice guy? Absolutely not. But have you? No. Has, has Amon no. come off? Yeah, it was as a, a little nice too guy soon, to probably. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He's uh, but yeah, he's completely different. Uh, he basically tells her to go ride the pig, you know, because of the whole pig. <laughs> I remember exactly what he said, but I was like, ooh. And then yeah. he tells, you know, Luke and Jace, they're bastards. I mean, he's just, you don't give a shit. And then he freaking fights all four of them off like he's in a freaking kung fu movie. I'm like, holy shit, this guy is completely different. Now, obviously, numbers game is going to kind of catch up to him there. And this is when things go from just a scuffle to getting really, really nasty. You know, he starts threatening to bash someone's face in with a rock. Well, he was trying to bash someone's face mm -hmm. in with a rock like he wasn't just like oh don't try me like he was actively pursuing bashing his cousin's skull in to kill him. like Matthew. i have i 100 believe he was like ready to kill in that moment and everyone's just like oh his eye oh he called him a bastard and i'm like he was antagonizing all of that like he initiated every bit of that so hold on now i mean i gotta say hey it was you know freaking four on one 
So uh, I'm going to give him some. It would have been. It wouldn't have been floor on anything if he hadn't started it, though. That's what I'm saying. Like, I I don't think. Replied with the. She's like, that's my mom's dragon. And he's like, your mom's dead. It's my dragon now. Ouch. It's like what Matthew Uh, says here. The wand chooses the the wizard, Mr. Potter. That's right. (laughs) That's right. Finders keepers. I mean, it's. Hashtag Amon did nothing wrong. Allison just pissed me off so bad, though, because I'm like, it's clearly a problem. Again, I know parenting is different because they're raised by all kinds of, you know, you know, nannies and all that kind of stuff. But in my mind, I'm like, oh, you have one kid that's crazy and then two psychopaths for sons. Like maybe you're off base here. Like maybe you're like maybe you need to turn around and look at the man in the mirror because um, Not exactly a parenting win there. Yeah. No, and she acted like a psycho. A psycho. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, hey, he literally punches or kicks four kids in the face in this scene. So, yes. you know, hey, for a little run, it's funny because it didn't seem like he could do anything in the arena when they were having that little battle earlier. But here, like I said, after flying Vagar, he's completely freaking different here. But, you know, they said they do overpower him, still gets the upper hand. But, you know, it's all fun and games until someone loses an eye. And then I, like without I knew it was coming and it still made me laugh. Yeah. Yeah. But I like his attitude at the end there too. He was like, worth it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now would, not would only do again. I, 10 out of 10. Yes. Not sure. only do I ride Vagar, but now I have a fucking eye patch. Like who's going to mess with me now? <laughs> now I look like a comic book villain. It's great. Yeah. Uh, so first time I think Viserys has shown, I don't know, any spirits in a while here. He's really pissed off. Declares anyone that calls the grandkids bastards. Well, they're going to have their tongues removed. Love it. That's I the end of that. Yeah. So, I, hey, good for Gollum there for standing up for himself and, and have some shit. But, you know, then he does what most people would do. Declare it kids being kids. It's not cool. No one has to be happy about it. But we're not going to be doing eye for an eye here. I don't care if you're my queen. I don't care if I think you're kind of maybe a little bit crazy and maybe a little bit scared of you. No, we're not going to be doing that. So, well, in my in my opinion, guys, Reading this, this is where I feel like the dance officially starts because mm-hmm. kids will be kids and sometimes it can go too far. But there's here's going too far and here's crossing that line when the adult goes after a kid. Yeah. That's when it's gone too far. So I think this is the point of no return here. This is where it's like, okay, irreconcilable differences. You're not coming back from this yeah. one. This series right. is like, there's no way to make this situation right now since like, no, you need to take one of their eyes. It's his grandson. Yeah. Not yeah. taking his grandkid's eye. Right. Yeah, and her ordering Chris and Cole to do it. Cole was like, oh, shit. Yeah, he's like, um, no. <laughs> I'm, here, I'm here to protect you, not to take kids' eyes out. Yeah. Good for Cole. Like, I'm not a, I'm not a cutthroat. I'm not a mercenary. I am your guard. <laughs> like, that's very, very different. Thank goodness he wasn't some of the knights, the, knights, the, the, the king's guard that we had in the later series. Because they yeah. would have straight gone for it. I yeah, Marin Trans would have been like, yeah. done. Yeah, say less, my guy. <laughs> it's times like this, Matthew, I'm with you, that I wish I could be like my wife and experiencing this without having read it. Because, yeah, I have no idea how that's going to go. And like I said, my wife is in that full... Song of Ice and Fire mode that any character on the screen can die at any moment, you know. So, uh, I don't recall if Rhaenyra actually got cut in the book. I think so. I, I think that pages. I'd have to check, but I think that, wow, I think that was like holy shit. So yeah, I think so. Messed up scene, but yeah, done really well. Uh, mm-hmm. Allison just completely. I feel like this is the part where, like she says, and now they see you for who you are. Uh, I feel like that's. 
perfect because she has had this like a whole like righteous act for a long time. And I think yeah. this is where this is like Scooby-Doo and the, the hood's getting pulled off. I'm like, ha ha, it was you the whole time. Monster, yeah. yeah, that was a great scene when Otto came to her later and she's all ready oh for the, the takedown or whatever. And, and he's like, we got a dragon out of this. I'm good. You, yeah. Don't worry about it. So yeah, so you think Otto's gonna come here to blaster, and he's just excited that they traded for a fourteen-time All Star in Vegar. Basically, <laughs> that's what he's excited about. Hey, we and got he's like, what are you worried deal. about? The king wants to forget it already. He's gonna Correct. forgive you. He's gonna act like nothing happened, because that's his style. And we got mm -hmm. a dragon. Like, what? What really? What happened? That was so good. I yeah. love that scene. Yeah. And Otto basically says he's proud of her in his own kind of way. Like now, mm -hmm. I know, now I believe you got the stones to win this thing. You know, I did Correct. before. So I mean, he, he the, the more monstrous Allison gets, the more proud, proud Papa yeah, Otto like is. I think so. Yeah, lots of people saying she did not get cut in the books. I didn't think so. So I'd, I'd have to check. I'd, so the little changes like that, though, I I think are great. Yeah, it's really great. I could have gone without my whole life without seeing her getting her arm sewed up. But you know, that's yeah. My wife just had a surgery like that to have something removed, and she oh, yeah. she's got the long scars in there. She's like, hey. So I was like, hey, I guess your team are nearer now. She's like, hey. <laughs> say my wife is leaning team Allison. You want me to tell you why? Because she thinks she dresses better. Uh -huh. That's my wife. <laughs> Saw that one coming. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, but uh yeah, so Otto, what a guy. So how about the sickest burn of the entire episode? Lanor is like, hey, I just woke up. What happened? Yeah. And he's like, I should have been there. She's like, those should be our house words. Boom. <laughs> yeah. correct. What a burn, right? I mean, so correct, yes. I know. And then he's man, he's really feeling pretty low. I mean, He's, well, I mean, I, again, I'm not like, oh, poor Lenor, but like he was already feeling pretty low. And then he just, you know, he woke up that morning and be like, wait, I missed what? Yeah. Oh, I'm never going to recover from this. See, lots of people think that Allison dresses better. Her dresses are very nice. But hey, it's not like Rhaenyra's dresses suck. I mean, Honestly, I think Rhaenyra's costumes have been really beautiful. But like, again, Allison's are. Guys, yeah, we say so every clean. episode. Yeah. I think it, it, from now on, it's like while this show is on, you don't even need to have a category. At the Emmys, just send it to them every year. Correct. The costuming, the marketing department. I mean, it's it's just like why even why even bother? Nothing. I mean, That's look right. at look at how much money they're spending on Rings of Power. Do you think those costumes look this amazing? And I know it's supposed to be different. It's supposed to be more like fairy tale versus like gritty realism. But it isn't about that. I'm just saying, like the intricacy of these costumes are just incredible. Some of the costuming on Rings of Power is CGI'd on. I think, I'm and it looks like 3D printed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not yeah, and I've seen specials of them hand sewing on glass beads and everything for these costumes, mm -hmm. like literally hand beaded. And, you know, like there's one where there's like the gold rope, it's braided. Like they showed the, the seamstress lady, like literally braiding this, this gold rope. So it could be hand sewn on. Like this is legit costuming. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. It's it's nice, and it's not just. I always want to talk about the the the, uh, the ladies, but I mean, there's one Otto, the tunic that he was wearing this episode. I was like, that's sick, man. That's probably the best mm -hmm. I've seen since. Yeah, I think Tywin's and like when he's at Heron Hall, mm -hmm. early, he has this really slick black one. I was like, oh man, costume department just kills. Yeah, it so kills. Nice. Uh, so I think it's kind of sad and heartbreaking a little bit here for Rhaenyra when she's basically decided. Uh, you know, I, I'm going to try to move forward with Damon here. And then Lainor like basically recommits himself to being a good, yeah. a good you know, partner yeah. for her. It's kind of bittersweet because he hasn't exactly come up with this plan that they come up with yet, but still it's, she's already moved on, I think, and knows that she needs to find a, a, 
I guess some, someone to help her kind of re-solidify her claim a little bit. And they mm, yeah. clearly would do that. So, but yeah, it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. That's when I know, oh, they are doing this episode, what I think they're doing. Uh, so Carl stabs Lenore in the book uh, out of a bout of jealousy. But I think the conflicting report is some people say, I, I don't remember. If you, you can tell if it's Mushroom. You're a Mushroom scholar, Scott. Uh, who says that uh, he suggests that uh, that Damon paid Carl to do it because, you know, he he liked money. He liked money, but he couldn't afford to get the the nice clothes and stuff that he wanted. Because, you know, George, if it is a if it is a homosexual character, they have to love to dress nice. Right. Yeah. It's all about fashion. Very, he's very on the nose with this. A little stuff. On the nose. I don't recall how it goes, but this does it a little bit differently. It adds the wrinkle that Lenore was in on it. And he just kind of wants to run away from Thanks his life. His ability. Yeah. I liked it. I actually I loved it quite a bit. It had me fooled when they pulled the body out of the yeah. fire. I was like throwing up basically because that was disgusting. And then my heart just broke for Rainey's. I mean, she's had to see both her kids die here, you know, in a matter of days. Uh, it's just awful. But I didn't think yeah. they were doing this this episode. So I yeah, was actually rather surprised. But that's why this show continues to surprise me is because, like I said, we know how things, the history has been written. But we don't know the actual fine details. So I thought that was really cool. And seeing him, he'd actually like, you know, shaved his head to, to be able to escape. But uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know what you guys think about that. Were you were you upset about it? Or did you like it? No, I liked it a lot. And yeah. Rainey's and Corliss, their reactions were perfect because Rainey's is heartbroken for a kid, obviously. And I Corliss immediately is looking off. for yeah. He's yeah. immediately looking who's responsible for this. He's so. like, in my house? In my house. <laughs> so well, I, like I was confused when it happened. I was like, who is the rando that, that Damon just killed? <laughs> you yeah, know, I was too Probably, uh, he just like clearing the way. Yeah, a little sad that some rando just totally got killed for no reason other than to be a decoy. But, right. you know, um, I, I really did like the twist because it – it made me think that it wasn't just Lenor getting a chance to escape and become invisible. Like, I think I like to think that he made a choice that he's like, this probably honestly is best for the realm. Like mm -hmm. it's because if he believes in Rhaenyra as queen, he's probably thinking this honestly is best long-term. It would, you know, it's, I mean, we know that like, you know, succession wars are coming, but he's probably thinking if she stands a chance, it's better for Damon to be by her side than me. Like we have a lot of negative press right now. A lot of people are asking questions. And so he had to know that he's about to break his mother's heart and, you know, just completely disappear. You know, he already said he loves Rhaenyra in a way. He loves his children. Mm -hmm. You know, he's, you know, basically their, you know, stepdad or whatever, but like he loves them and he has a life. So I don't even view it as a selfish choice to be able to just like, you know, disappear with your lover. No, I think, um, I think he probably thought this is going to be tough, but in the end, it probably is the best, you know, the best for choice everyone. out of a bunch of sucky ones. Yeah, for everyone, I think. Uh, I don't. This is a good point, Ahmad. I don't. I don't. I don't recall what happens to Sea Smoke after Lenor dies. Who claims them? I can't recall. So uh, I. Don't I I'll tell you later. I remember. Well, there's this thing. There's this thing where I, I don't know that we've ever really completely had it confirmed about what happens with when a dragon, when the writer dies, or do they know, or how this exactly works. I don't think this is like this isn't like Aragon, you guys, where the dragons they have like a mind link. I don't think. Right. So I, I'm not really sure. Um, I think there are instances where the dragon like whines or whatever when their bonded person dies. Um, but I don't, I don't, I don't know how tenuous that link is or yeah. whatnot. Yeah, it does make you wonder. Like, so why wouldn't Sea Smoke follow him across, you know, across the sea and like, you know, try to follow him around like a puppy? Like in my mind, 
that seems like a, something they would do, maybe. Man, because other asking, dragons have gone and disappeared after their rider died. So, are you asking if uh, Damon and Rhaenyra were going to let Corlys and Rhaenys on? I said, no, absolutely not, never, never. I, I don't, I don't see that 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 ever happening. Uh, maybe, maybe Lainor lets them know I'm alive somehow. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I feel like this is one of those things where it's just like, no, nope, you just got to walk away for good. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, but uh, hey, let's talk about the creepy bloody wedding, the uh, bloody kisses wedding, as I'm calling it. I did think it was kind of cool that it was on Dragonstone. They're actually cutting their lips with dragon glass. I thought that was pretty cool. And that's it. That's the only thing I found cool about that. That was like something off of Vikings or something, man. That was. Yeah, that sports. seems like, a, like a, a believable ritual, especially when, you know, you are uh, Targaryen and it's all about blood. But there's a lot of cultural cultures that had like blood rituals and stuff for for, you know, combining, you know, two become one kind of thing. I liked the whole ceremony. I mean, it was kind of like hard to watch and stuff, but I thought it was cool. And Very again, again they, those, those two don't have any chemistry when it comes to kissing. I'm sorry. I don't, I'm not believing it looks like, Hey, it looks like brother sister kisses. I would say that, but you know, Hey, yeah, just <laughs> like an uncle niece kiss or something. Oh, Very weird. Yeah. It's one of those things that's better conceptually than seeing it. I think like the concept of it seems cool and stuff, but I don't, I'm not interested in people seeing them cut their lips and stuff. That's not. Yeah, not that's not. It's not exactly what you call a good time. Yeah. No. Well, I thought they just cut, they got the blood. I thought they were doing what like they were marking with the blood and then joining their hands. I don't think they were actually cutting their lips, were they? Yeah, what it looked like to me. The dragon glass. They cut the lip with the dragon glass. Oh, I thought yeah. they were smearing it on. Oh, okay. That's what it looked like to me. That would be a lot of scars on your face. You'd think so, yes. <sighs> but it's dragon glass, so it's magical. Maybe it heals up. Magic. <sighs> Uh, yes, Brian. <laughs> that was Lanor at the end. Was it? Was it so dark at the end? Yeah, yeah, it was. It was him. Uh, so Laris, Laris offers uh, Allison, "Hey, I'll cut out Luke's eye if you want me to." Of course he will. Yeah, it's like, dude, like no, no one's asking you to do any of this stuff. And you look it's at so you creepy. look at Allison's eyes for a second. She's considering it, I think, and then she's like. No, I like I've had enough of your help for now. In the request, just me I'm first. A li little bit too much information that people could overhear, I think. But that's that, that dude, that dude, well, he's just the type that is always going to slide up in your DMs once you give him like, <laughs> any engagement at all. He's going to be there. Like, that, oh, this guy again. <laughs> I mean, I'm serious. I find him sleazier than Littlefinger. I do. Oh yeah, I do. It's 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 wild because I didn't think that was possible. Yeah, you know. So they're they're killing it with that guy. So yeah, yeah I, don't know. I agree. He was proposing to cut his own eye out. Uh, he's, he's something. He's something. And, and I do think Allison's look there is like, look, I think you're under, you're, you're insane. But I also want to be able to keep that, you know, that wild card up my sleeve. In my, when in I my back pocket, yeah. Yeah. And that's, I think that's what makes Westeros go around, you guys. She she appreciates the offer. That was basically yeah. what she said. Exactly. See, not you. now, but maybe later. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I definitely think that's what she was saying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Much worse than uh than uh he also used the cheese line. Uh well, no comment, no comment. Yeah. But yeah, Laris is like a reptile. Yeah, the guy's great. He's great. And I didn't like I said, I think that's what's just so great about this is characters I didn't know what they were gonna do with certain characters and stuff on the show, and I feel like they've made some characters just insanely better than they were in the in the book, yeah. and some I feel like maybe I, I just want to see more. 
But I think now that time is going to slow down sure. and we're going to be getting the last, you know, the three years of the dance in real time, I believe. I think they're going to be doing about one year a season. If they really do just want to do four seasons of the show. Be a good way to great. Do it. Pretty sure I know where the season's going to end now. We can talk about that later because I don't want to spoil that for anybody watching. But uh, yeah, overall, uh, again, I don't think we can continue to rank them each episode. No, I, I, just, I, just, I, just, say, I just sit down and really. Episode good. That's still, close. I don't think there's been a bad episode yet. There has not. In fact, not I don't me. think there's been less than a really good episode yet. So there has all great. I got a question for you, Scott. Yeah. Season one, seven episodes in. Is this a better show than Game of Thrones was? And I'm not taking nostalgia out of it. I'm just talking about as a TV show, as an adaptation. I haven't watched episode one in full recently enough to compare, but um, if you don't include nostalgia, I'd say this this season is better for me. But I think nostalgia-wise, it's important to remember that uh, I had been, as you were, a hardcore fan prior to the show. Yeah. And seeing I'd it never be able to get that in real live that, action yeah. was phenomenal. So, I think the fact that they know exactly where they're going with everything. They know the beginning, middle, and end. I think that they've completely outlined the entire show. I think that's kind of helping a lot with the pacing. Whereas, the, you know, I think they did really help with the knowing, hey, Season one is going to be book one. Season two is going to be book two. I think that really, that's why when the show was at its peak, that's why, because yep. they knew exactly what they were doing. Right. And I think that really helps here. Now from here, they know exactly how we're going to pace this, how we're going to do this. And this first season is pretty much a prologue until we get caught up to real time with the dance. So uh, I, I think it's, it's just right now, it feels like a better written show overall. And obviously it does, it matter guys, that it does have a bigger budget and a bigger production behind it. That is that first season. It has more support than that first season of Game of Thrones did. And I mean, support from HBO, you know, where they're like, hey, <laughs> yeah, this is going to make us some money. So, I mean, the ratings for the show are going up every week. They're going to get to do whatever they want to do at this point. And to think that, wow, the production value could actually go up in the next few seasons because of this is just, wow, yep. I don't even know. Yeah, but they're going to need it, yep. guys, because there's going to be a lot more dragon stuff happening here in the near future. But uh, yeah, uh, okay, let's get a couple questions before we go here. Is the Blackfire Rebellion stuff supposed to be a part of the show or a different spinoff? I think that's just wishful thinking. Uh, we'd like to see that. I don't think anything's off the table. In fact, I wouldn't be shocked if by season two we get an announcement about them doing Aegon's Conquest, like after this. There's been hints that Condal wants to do it. Like yeah. I, I think it's something that he has said that you can turn this show, and, and even without spinoffs, just... House of the Dragon is about the Targaryen house. You can continue to tell other stories within that besides Dance yeah. of the Dragons. So, uh, Do you think Blood and Cheese will appear in the last two episodes? It's vague enough that you guys aren't going to know what they're actually talking about. I'll say no. I think that's going to be a season two thing. I hope they wait until season two. Yeah. That's, 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 that's a big freaking... I can... That can rival a certain something that happened in season yes. three of Game of Thrones, I think, if they do it right. Yes, it could. So, yeah, I don't <laughs> think they would they would waste that on this season. Mm. I don't know, Matt. What do you think? <laughs> I don't think it'll be this season. Yeah. yeah. I, I guess that, that's pretty much it. What are you guys looking forward to next week? We do see, like I said, this is the last, uh, the last couple of uh, – or this is the last time jump for the last couple of episodes here. And so I think the, we're going to get to see – how this cast all play out together with what we're going to be getting for the next few years. So I think that if my suspicions are correct, where they're going to end the season, uh, I, I think that uh, 
these last few episodes are just going to completely melt people's minds. People who haven't read it, guys, you have guys have no idea what's coming. Mm-hmm. And I'll just say you haven't seen nothing yet when it comes to shocks and twists and turns with what's mm-hmm. about to happen. So uh, I'm just excited. Uh, I'm, I'm sad that we've only got three of these left. Because I think, uh, like I said, this is what I just look forward to every week. You know, I'm like, ah, oh, Rings of Power. And then I'm like, hey, House of the Dragons next. You know, I'm glad it's not the other way around. I'm, I'm glad that we don't get you yeah. know, this on Friday nights and House of the Rings of Power on Sunday night. But uh, I don't know. It's always puts me in a, a better mood for the uh, you know for the week that we got Monday tomorrow, and I don't even care because that episode was so awesome, and we mm-hmm. get to talk about it. So uh, yeah, yeah. What are you guys looking forward to? Well, I don't. Did you watch any of the like trailer or any of that kind of stuff for next week? Of course. Week? Of course. Um, we know it's called Lord of the Tides. We know it's going to be um, kind of about the inheritance beyond Corliss. So. Um, and it, it looks like uh, we've got, uh, you know, what, six to eight year jump, at least, probably, based on the kids' ages. So. Yeah, because I think that uh, Amon looks about almost like uh, uh, Damon's age at this point. Uh, I think how ridiculous is that? How how similar they look. I, they really do look related. I love that. Yeah. yeah. But I just yeah. that actor's great. I think he's going to crush it as, a, as a Amon, so... Uh, as much as I love the long, young actors, I'm really excited about that the older actor there. I'm curious to see how the the new Aegon works out. He does get a haircut, so that's good news. You know? That is good news. <laughs> yeah, I do wish they had longer seasons, but I think it does kind of help that you know there is no episodes of like you guys look at like Walking Dead. When Walking Dead really was faithful to the comic, they would still have like that one random fluff episode that was like. Beth and Daryl in a cabin singing, and it's like, what am I watching here? They don't have to do stuff like that. I think ten's kind of the sweet spot. I think eight is too few, like Amazon does. And I think like when they were doing like the street level Marvel stuff with Daredevil and stuff that are like seventeen episodes or whatever, that was too many. So I think ten's a pretty good. I'm with you there, Gunner. I do think when it is all said and done, the show will be looked at as better. Yeah, because it does have a beginning, middle, and end, and I think they're competent enough to know what they're doing. And they have George on speed dial, and they have HBO being like, "Hands off, you guys do." I, I'm convinced now that HBO is like, "Okay, we're not going to interfere with this at all." You know what you're doing. And I gotta say, guys, how ironic is this that Jeff Bezos told told Amazon Prime, "I want the next Game of Thrones," and right. they had Ryan Condal on their payroll making a Conan series, and then they axed it. Uh-huh. And now Ryan Condal has a show on HBO that is beating Rings of Power. That is the next Game of Thrones, yeah. <laughs> that, that is a Game of Thrones storyline right there. I mean, you had that guy in-house, and you let him go. Almost as if reason. there were things that were more important than telling a good story that they cared about. His mm. Conan series would have been so amazing. Oh, it, I, even Rocchio is like, I wish they would have done Conan instead of House of the Dragon, and I kind of can't fault him for that. I think that, I don't know, man, that would have been amazing if they had done that. Because it was him and Sapochnik. So, I mean, oh my God. Amazon. Oh my God. All right. Well, you know, we can turn this into another hour of, of, of Duncan on Amazon. But but Madison isn't feeling well, so we're going to go ahead and, and end this and hope that the, I'm fine. the, the maester <laughs> brings her another yeah. tea. But yeah. thank you guys uh, for joining us as always. Yeah. Next week, guys, we won't be able to do this until Tuesday because I'm taking my kids to Six Flags. And so I won't be back until Tuesday. And uh, we'll do it. Uh, I'll watch it right when I get home and probably right right before we go on to talk about it. But uh, that's that's what we'll be looking out for there. And we say it's called Prince of Tides? Uh, Lord, Lord of the Tides. Lord of the Tides. <laughs> well, that's a messed up book. Don't ever read that book. <laughs> 
All right, guys. Thanks for watching, and uh, we will talk to you next week. Bye, guys.